And we're back, Stripe Show Podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. I'm still counting my cash from last week. Finally, a, a big week. JT getting to the winner's circle for us. Fairly fortunate. I think we have to say Mito opened the door for him, but he walked in. PGA Championship, great finish there. That was fun to watch, but uh, the five top tens, was nice as well. Cameron Young getting there for us. Max Homa getting there for us. So a good week. You got to have those weeks because God knows uh, it's difficult betting on golf. You think it's hard to win on the PGA Tour? It's even more impossible to pick a winner on the PGA Tour. And to help us this week, my man at Golf Digest, Christopher Powers. How you doing, bud? Very good. That's funny. I, I've always said the the only thing harder to do than win a PGA tour event is, is to hit an outright winner in a PGA. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like it's, you're going to have good streaks. You're going to have bad streaks. I'm certainly not like a, an expert at this, um, you know, from a gambling standpoint, thank God, because I don't <laughs> think I could, I don't think I could live my life going through like that, but we do. Okay. You know, in the way, we handicap it and go about it with the data that's available to us. And it's fun. You know, I, I like, uh, I like coming at it from this angle. It's different. You know, my background in teaching and doing some TV, this is a completely different angle, um, you know, to come at it from, from a handicapping standpoint and really looking at the statistics the, the course breakdowns, who's a good fit and those kinds of things. So it's been fun to kind of evolve Tuesday into this kind of discussion. Yeah, so before we get started um, with the Charles Schwab down there in Colonial, Fort Worth, Texas, place I've played a couple times, love that city, Fort Worth, we'll get to that, but I got to ask you, I mean, what were your thoughts, 72nd hole, Mito Hitch driver, you okay with that? Yeah, I mean, when you only have the one-stroke lead, I know um, they were talking earlier in the week, they all kind of wanted a two-stroke lead on 72nd tee, because that's such a hard hard hole to par up the hill there so um i really thought he won the tournament when he hit driver on 17 and cleared cleared the creek and obviously didn't get up and down but even without that i thought um he really showed some some guts to, to hit driver and clear the creek and um had to be feeling good about his driver swing mm-hmm. um after that swing so i'm okay with it but obviously it didn't work out for him <laughs> Yeah, I was too. I, I was fine with him hitting driver. He's a good driver of the ball. I was more surprised he hit driver on 17, considering he laid up a couple times. Um, but I, I really thought the the shot that kind of cost him was not getting it up and down on 17. I yep. mean, I said yesterday, he gets that ball up and down eight, nine times out of 10 in his sleep. Vanilla chip up the hill, plenty of green to work with, kind of flubbed it. And then he almost still made the putt. But a two-shot lead coming up, he's hitting four and off the tee, off he goes. So, yeah, it's a tough watch, you know, when you get into those situations. Um, these guys are ready to play when they come out on the PGA Tour, but the learning curve, Chris, is still there in major championships. You know, like you can't, you can't, um, I think, move that process along because you have to put yourself in the moment. And I think it hit him on 17 a little bit. So, He'll be back. I mean, he'll, he'll get in the situation again. Uh, he's too good of a ball striker not mm-hmm. to. Um, now, whether he's there in a major championship, we'll see. But in a PGA Tour event, I think we'll see Mito back. He's in the field um, this week, as is Justin Thomas this week. Nice field in Colonial. 
And, um, you know, now we go a little different here. We had a big golf course last week at Southern guys wearing their three and four irons out. (laughs) (laughs) And now we go to colonial, which is just above 7,000. Typically they can go a little longer than that. Um, but it is another par 70 and back here with bent grass, uh, Bermuda rough. I've played this place a couple times. And when I think of colonial, I think of, okay, I've got to get the ball in play off the tee. Like in, in, you know, it's, it's kind of tight off the fairways. There's a lot of dog legs. They kind of force your hand for everyone to kind of hit it in a similar position. You're not going to overpower this place. The rough is kind of that gnarly. It's not real long, but it's kind of that rough that just kind of gets tangled and you can get some jumpers out of this. Although it's wet, it's raining there. Uh-huh. today so it's gonna be a wet bermuda um so that's gonna play into it and then the greens are smallish not as taxing around the greens as we saw last week you needed a short game last week you don't need as much this week jason kokrak winning kind of speaks to that um and then i think some experience on these greens tend to help as well so that's kind of my thoughts as you look ahead, what kind of player are you leaning towards um, here at a place like colonial? Yeah, I think you nailed it. Um, obviously approach play is huge. All these courses are second shot golf courses, but like you said, the tight driving corridors, I saw somebody tweet, I think the last three or four winners there have hit 53 greens in regulation each. Um, obviously greens mm-hmm. in regulation are huge, but the only way to hit them is if you get the ball in the fairway. So driving accuracy, I think um, is pretty key this week. So I'm looking at uh, guys who can hit the fairway, maybe some shorter hitters. That's why Kevin Na has success here, but yeah, you got to, I know Spieth uh, has some success here too, and he's not the most accurate driver of the golf ball, but he can kind of escape and work his way on these greens. So, but I'm still looking at driving accuracy guys. who can hit the fairway and then uh, attack them there. Yeah. Kisner one in 17. Yep. He certainly fits that model. You mentioned Na in 19 burger one in 20. But then you have a couple of big hitters in like Rose who, you know, mm-hmm. he busted out there. He won an 18 and then Kokrak is, you know, sneaky long. Yeah. Uh, in, in 2021, um, Hogan's alley is here. Fun little stretch three, four, and five. You don't see many three hole difficult stretches that you brand. <laughs> That's right there. The holes <laughs> yeah. three, four, and five. Early on. Yeah. You know, four or number three is a dog leg left par four. 483 yards and then the fourth hole is a long par three 247 and then the fifth hole is just kind of awkward it's 481 very intimidating a lot of trouble on the right and very narrow green it's the number one handicap hole and you know colonial when you think about it the two easiest holes in the course are one and two so you can get off to two under through two but then you hit ogan's alley right there at three four five so you're kind of looking to get through one, two, if you can get through those one or two under, you know, then kind of off you go because you've got a couple birdie holes um, coming in guys will birdie 16, the par three, and then 17 and 18 are really not that difficult. So it's a little different from that standpoint in the way that, you know, the difficult holes, you know, oftentimes you'll see a better finish, right? But in colonial, you go birdie, birdie. And then it's like, pow, three, four, five. And then, okay, you get up from that and then, okay, you kind of work yourself through and then you can get some birdies coming in. So it'll be interesting to see uh, the weather's going to pass through 
I don't think it's going to rain after today. So you'll, you'll see your typical warmer weathers. All right, let's open things up here. Let's get some winners again. Let's go another good week. Good field. JT's there eight to one Scheffler, Texas, 10 to one Spieth, Texas, 12 to one Morikawa. Wake up that putter 12 to one. Willie Z probably gonna have to drive a little straighter this week at 20 to one. And let us take it down to Hovland 20 to one. Take me to your favorite here this week. Oh man. I don't have any favorites in the, in this section, but for the, for the sake of it, I guess I would go with, with Spieth. Cause he's, he's been playing well at these, at these courses, um, you know, that he thrives at like Harbor town and, and uh, obviously Craig ranch, everybody played well. And uh, I thought he'd play well at Southern Hills. He kind of struggled with the putter, which has kind of let him down this year, which is obviously quite shocking, but um, really good history at Colonial. Ryan, a little bit of a heater. I was hoping to um, continue that heater. He was my pick at Southern Hills, but like I said, couldn't couldn't get many putts to fall. Actually hit the ball pretty well. He has been hitting the ball well, um, very well recently. So if I had to pick out of that group, I guess it would be, uh, it would be Spieth, back to Spieth. Yeah, Spieth second last year, tenth in twenty twenty, eighth in nineteen, second and seven. I mean, he's <laughs> and no, no one's played this course better than Jordan Spieth. Um, the last five years, Justin Rose is second in the last five years. We'll get into Kevin Na here in the next wave, who's played well here. Um, but yeah, Spieth in Texas will be difficult if the putter wakes up. He will be a handful. Um, to deal with. It's interesting to say with Spieth right now, considering the last three years or really just considering his career that his weakness right now is his putter. The driver and the irons are, are back, but he's just a little bit flustered with his putter and you can see it um, certainly playing out last week. A lot of frustration there. I, I, you know, look, no one's going to be surprised to see if JT comes out and if he has enough energy to keep things going and win again at eight to one. Um, We know Scheffler will probably, be there in the first couple of pages of the leaderboard with the chance to win. Um, you know, I, I think if there's a course that is built for Morikawa, this has to be the place, isn't it? Second yeah. shot golf course, let your irons go to work. You know, accurate driver of the ball, obviously. Accurate, vanilla, sh- you know, vanilla short game kind of stuff. And and we know with Morikawa, look, I know he hasn't been putting that great. But when you look at his wins, like coming in, he's never putting that great. And all of a sudden he, he goes plus six, you know, yeah. or plus five and it wakes up and he wins. So sign me up. I'm, I'm saying this is the week I'm going Morikawa. That's my, my low odd at 12 to one. And uh, you've got Spieth at 12. I'll go Morikawa at 12. You know, surprising last week was Zell Torres. Like Zell Torres, he, he didn't drive the ball very well at all. He was in the, in the rough all day, every day for the most part, it felt like. And he was able to play out of the rough and still obviously play extremely well. I mean, his iron game speaks for itself. And a lot of people speak to a couple of the short misses with Will. I stated yesterday, I think Will walks out of there. I know he lost in a playoff, but I think Will has to feel as good about his putting, walking out of that tournament as he ever has, the best I've ever seen him putt. 100%. I think, um, obviously people, the perception is he's, he's terrible. Cause, cause you know, the short ones are on TV. They're on Sunday. Everyone's watching all the casual fans are watching on the weekend. 
but he had a great putting week. I was unbelievably imp- impressed. Like you said, he was kind of all over the place. Even with his irons, he had a couple squirrely ones um, early on. Um, but yeah, the putter kind of kept him in it all of Sunday and you know, <laughs> escaping short game. So very impressive to for it to hold up on a major championship Sunday would indicate that um, he's made some some really big improvements with the putter. So I, I would say... You know, everyone said this, but a win's obviously uh, not too far away for for Zalatoris. <laughs> yeah, the chips are going to fall for him yeah. here. They have to, especially if he's turned the corner to some degree with his putting. And it, it's as good as I've ever seen him over the ball. He, yes, he had a couple of the herky jerkies. I'm not sure that's going to go away anytime soon. <laughs> um, you know, you just you just hope it doesn't turn into the yippish and and. Yep. At, at impact, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, the, the struggle with him is more taking it away, getting it started. And if that's the case, that's certainly better than him with it exploding in his hands when he goes to hit it. So will back in Texas, people forget. I know he played at wake, but for, forget, I mean, will yeah. is from Texas. So mm-hmm. um, he'll be ready to go um, in this field up top. All right, let's keep going. There's Vic at 20. Um, I, I played Vic this week. I, I think, Again, vanilla around the greens. Yep. I think that plays into Vic's hand. And I just kind of waiting on Vic here for a big week to come out and put a field like this away. Isn't that the next step for him? Yes, it is. I know our friend uh, Jeff Feinberg loves to always say that he bets uh, Victor Hovland by a field goal at a lot of these events. And he's got that kind of game, got that kind of talent. Um, like you said, vanilla short game. He can kind of tee to green is his way uh to a win here pretty easily pretty soon so definitely don't hate that he played played okay last week haymaker coffee company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres who hustles and have the give it all mentality to achieve their american dream haymaker coffee only roast top quality specialty grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. No, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did play. I mean, you got Puerto Rico as a win. You got OHL as a win. And you got Mayakoba as a win. (laughs) All right. Every win on the PGA Tour is big. (laughs) But the next step for Vic is a a field like this. Mm -hmm. And um, he knows that. It's in his head. So, all right. I think it's, you know, Victor Hovland to me, I look at this, uh, 41st at the PGA. Yeah. The putter was a little off. He was 27th at the masters. Is it just me or does it feel like we don't see these guys very often anymore? Like where the hell is everybody? <laughs> you know, like you can't, uh, you can't, you can't fade for, for too long. Otherwise people, people forget, forget about you pretty quickly. <laughs> like, it's all Cam like, Young and Will Zalatoris right now. The last two events Victor Hovland have played, it's the Masters and the PGA. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I was not aware of that either. Yeah. I mean, he's played, he played Valspar. He played the players. All right. Yeah. So three of his last four tournaments are three of the biggest events of the year. He hadn't played. I mean, he played Valspar in between the players and then the Masters and the PGA. All right, Vic, let's get out there and play a little bit, right? <laughs> Let's get out and play some golf. Yeah, month off, month off in between Masters PGA. Didn't even realize I'm going to go young. with Vic this week. Yeah, right. I'm going to go with Vic, right? 
I'm going to go with Vic this week. I, I got, I got Morikawa at 12, Vic at 20. You got to like the way home is playing. He finally competed in a major championship top yeah, 20. I felt I'm like je- I'm jealous of that. Cause I, I tried to jump that gun at Augusta thinking, all right, he's, he, he was playing so well, obviously he still is. And, um, hadn't shown it in a major yet. So I was trying to get a little cute there. And then I hopped off the train at, um, Southern Hills, unfortunately. So that was a, that was a nice play by you. Yeah. He was 80 to one to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played him to win and top 20 and, you know, it was a nice showing for him. It feels like Max Homa's starting now to elevate to the next level. Clearly four wins. I mean, he's fully capable of winning on the PGA tour, but he hadn't competed at major. So that was a big step for him. Burns was another top 20 for me last week. He's an automatic bet for me. I love Sam Burns. He's at 30. Horschel's at 35. Nah, 35. Coke rack defending champion at 35 Gooch seems to be getting a little discussion at 35. And then there's Sungjae, who didn't play last week. He's in the field 35 burger, former champ 35. I'm a little concerned. I'll start here. I'm a little concerned with Daniel Berger. His ball striking seems to be going a little bit the wrong way right now. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to play him this week. In fact, in this group, I already talked about Hovland. You know, I mean, look, I'll probably at the end of the day, sprinkle some on Burns as I always do, but I think I'm going to pass on the rest as far as win, although I'll play non a top 20. Yeah, I uh, agree with you on Berger. I was on Berger last week. I found a really nice number and um, wildly disappointing week. I thought he kind of uh, bounced back at, at Harbortown with some solid approach numbers. I think he gained six strokes on approach. And I figured the around the green stuff everyone talked about last week would sort of play right into Berger's hands. That's kind of his specialty, especially out of the sand. Um, he, he did okay around the greens last week. He really putted poorly and, and hit the ball terribly with his irons. So, um, yeah, I agree with you there. And uh, I don't know. You haven't said him yet. And I, I don't know if I'm going to bet him because he seems like a very popular play. But if I'm if we're going with that driving accuracy theory, Abraham answer, you know, third most accurate driver on tour statistically right now played really well obviously last week um so i don't know answer what are your thoughts on that yeah i think that's a good i think that's a good bet in the middle here i think that's probably the name that i would stretch down to to answer i'm kind of stuck on web a little bit i I really like what i saw from web and if i had to pick between web and abe i think web's obviously the better player if all systems are a go and I've played Webb at 40. I haven't played Abraham. I texted Desori, his mm-hmm. caddy. Now hold on a minute. He just texted me back. <laughs> Tell me breaking news, good. breaking news. So I, I, I texted Paul, right. Who lives here and is okay. a phenomenal player, by the way, mm-hmm. Paul, Paul Desori shoots 68 in his sleep. Sick. Um, I said, Paul, great week last week. Really cool to see Webb back playing well again. And he said, thanks, buddy. He's back. It's been a long, hard road the last two years, but he's back. Let's go. (laughs) Webb Simpson, 40 to one. Sign me up. This is where the heater starts, folks, right here. This is the inside information. This is what I've been waiting for uh, this whole podcast. I'm on Webb. He was the first 
name that jumped off the page for me, 40 to one. I think he's 45 to one on Caesars. I might have to make a yeah. deposit on uh, Caesar Sportsbook. I've met him a couple times recently at some good numbers and kind of been disappointed, but I, I think I definitely underestimated, you know, that, that injury. He took a lot of time off yeah. between Sony and the players said he felt good at the players, but you know, he still needs some tournament reps here and he's gotten that these last five or six weeks, you know, middling finishes, but making cuts. And uh, that Saturday round was, was Ken Dukey and at the players a bunch of years ago that that Saturday round Webb played at, at Southern Hills. So I think he's definitely gotten that groove again, obviously a good finish 20th last week, um, gained a bunch tee to green approach play was good. He putted well. Um, it's still my, I think it still might be too soon. I'd like to see him get back. I'm betting it. Um, and I love it. Top 20. I think top 20 is probably the play with him. Uh, I'd like to see him get back into contention again, but yeah, I cannot, uh, can't resist this number, especially at colonial. He's got a fifth and a third here, um, since 2016. So decent course history played well last week. It's all kind of coming together to maybe hit a nice juicy 45 to one winner. Yeah. Boy. Just looking at him statistically, you could I could sense, okay, he looks like more, he's coming back and he's on the right way. So that's good news. Uh, I like, and this is a good spot for Webb. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a first round leader, Webb Simpson at 64 folks could be right around the corner here. I like that. Um, Finau's at 40. He's had some, he's had some success here. Um, uh, Fleetwood, nice week last week, 40 mm-hmm. to one. HV3, 40 to 1. Tringala, 50. What are we going to do with Mito, my boy Mito? You know, look, I, 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 you know, at the start of the year, Chris, I, I said Mito and Cam Young are the two guys coming off the Corn Ferry Tour that remind me the most of Sam Burns. You know, they can, they're, they get, they're long enough. You know, Cam's longer, but uh-huh. they got enough distance, but they're really good iron players and they're going to have good putting weeks. And that's kind of, you know, that's the modern game, right? Like you can look past a little clunky short game cam struggles out of the bunkers. Um, but like, okay, I'm long enough. I'm a great iron player. I'm going to have good putting weeks. I'm not surprised. These two are having the success that they are, but there's gotta be a little scar tissue. Don't you think with Mito coming off last week, he's gotta be a little bit fatigued. Absolutely. This feels like a, uh, you know, he's plus four through through 10 and uh, kind of just <laughs> fades away this week. So I, I wouldn't go near him. And I, you know, he's been such a statistical darling in the, in this gambling mm-hmm. community that I, uh, I felt bad because, you know, that, that felt like a nice coronation for everybody who's been betting him kind of every time he tees it up this year. So I, I do think he'll be back. I, I will not be, um, I will not be on him this week though. Yeah, me too. I kind of passed through there. I bet Webb. and you know, answer, I'm going to look at a little bit more too. I think he makes some really valid points on Abraham answer. And that had to feel good last week to see the ball going in the hole Yeah, to make some putts. Um, Cause he was, he's certainly been struggling with the putter. We keep going Troy Merritt 50. I think Woodland's intriguing to me at 50. I've already played him as a top 20. Um, and I like Davis Riley too. I really, you know, I'm kind of a swing Homer. So I, you know, I don't like to get too caught up in playing golf swing. But my God, folks, if you ever go to a tournament and Davis Riley's hit and just sit there and watch, okay? Because <laughs> that is one damn good golf swing. Mm-hmm. And it feels, <laughs> uh, another one I wrote down here, it feels like kind of foolish to, to miss out on this heater he's on right now. 
I mean, what do we got here? Second, fifth, ninth, thirteenth, and four of his last six starts. Thirteenth, obviously this this past week. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You know, I haven't been on him at, at any of those events, so I'll get on him this week, and I'll probably be late to the party. But um, yeah, it just feels feels kind of foolish to to keep missing out on these strong finishes. It was his best ball striking of his PGA Tour career last week. Yep. Um, off the tee and approach. So, I mean, he absolutely blitzed it. And the reality is if his short game was a little bit better, he probably would have been there with the chance to win. Um, if he hits it like this, this week, like, he yeah, will be there. That maybe, you know, short game, not as important this week. So maybe he can uh, mask that with some, some really good approach play. So are you going to bet Riley or Kirk? Cause Kirk's 50 to one. And I've already played Chris Kirk top 20. So Kirk was another one I wrote down here. I'll probably play both. Okay. I'll probably go Webb, Riley, Kirk. I was on Kirk the whole Florida swing. I, probably nice. last time I was on your podcast, I mentioned him. That might have been Bay Hill. He had such a nice Florida swing. Couldn't get the putts to fall when he needed them, unfortunately. Went all the way through the players with him, and he missed the cut, which the weather was whatever that week. And then I kind of hopped off the, the train. But I, I think you got to get back in now. I think everyone's going to be on it. It feels a little too easy. This was the site of his uh, most recent PGA Tour win back when he was kind of a prolific winner in 2015. He picked up his fourth win here. Um, yep. So it feels a little simple that he would have his, his comeback victory here. But I'm uh, like, like Davis Riley, I'm not going to miss out on the potential uh, Chris Kirk coronation. And he's just so consistent, T to green. You look at his, his stats, you pull up Fantasy National, it's just green on green on green in pretty much every category but putting. And uh, this week they're back on bent grass. He putted okay last week. So maybe, maybe this is the week the putts fall for, uh, for Chris Kirk. I think people forget how good of a player Chris Kirk yep. was, you know, President's I mean, cup he, team really good yep. in the, in the mix at those FedEx cup. I remember yep. watching those FedEx cup events. He was in the mix and in, in every single one of them. The dude is just solid. Yep. I mean, like you said, Tita green, he is, he's unbelievable. He hits this little draw. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just he put you to sleep. <laughs> he just puts you to sleep. Just, just like Zach Johnson. Yep. Starts like three yards this way and just draws two, never crosses the line. Every single club in his bat. I'm pretty damn sure he draws his putter too. <laughs> the only, the only <laughs> shot that didn't draw was that one at the Honda on the, on the par three. I remember. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Man, he played good last week. He did Woo. really good. I was happy for him. That was a nice, yeah, me too. A really nice yeah, event at a big event. Hey, plus 200. Not that simple. Yeah. Top 20. I, I'm not going to play him to win. Um, but maybe I should. Maybe I should. <laughs> Munoz, Munoz, 60. The Zayden Hut, 60. I'm kind of drawn to Harmon. He's had a lot of success here at 65. A ton of success. I, I wrote him down for, for top 20. Absolutely. Um, okay. But he's a... Not to not to be cliche, Georgia, but he is a bulldog, so I would not be surprised if he gets into contention here. And like you said, I mean, he's made eight straight cuts here, and four of those have been in the top fifteen. So, um, going to be hard to lay off Harmon this week. Yeah, this is it's horses for courses, folks. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just show up to places and you feel comfortable. It's like, man, I feel comfortable here. You know, sight lines, way that people are talking to me. <laughs> And that, you know, and Harmon was 34th last week, didn't drive the ball that well, um, but he had been driving it very well up to that point. So a little surprising, great iron week, yep. nice short game. 
me tell you something. Harmon's got a short game now. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not surprised to see him finish 34th last week. So, yeah, he, he's going to – he's thinking about making some money this week. I just can't play Justin Rose. I don't know. I, I love Justin Rose the person, but I'm just like – I may not never make another bet on him again. Yeah, I don't know there's too much Jekyll and Hyde with him, I feel like. Yeah. So. Probably, 65 you know, if, to if, one. if you weren't on him last week, I wouldn't try and, you know, strike yeah. this week. Even though he's, he's, he has played well here, like you said. And there's three names coming up here that I, I think are very interesting. Okay, McNeely, which we know is kind of an up-and-comer at 70. Hoagie, I think, has to feel pretty good here at 70. And then Ryan Palmer, this is his home course at 70. So these are three guys at 70 that I think you could make a case for uh, pretty easily as well. I, I'm, I'm tending to lean probably a little towards Hoagie of the three. Where would you go? I would, I would agree with that. I, I, you know, I, I marked down McNeely, but then I looked. I don't know if he can drive it accurate enough t- to win here. And it feel, you know, it feels like he's still like a rookie out here, but he's played here three times. He's made the cut every time. So maybe a placement bet on Mav. Um, the small greens thing kind of does play into his hands, but I don't know. He's a little wild off the tee. So I, I would, um, I would stay away from Mav who I've been on a bunch this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Hoagie seems like super consistent. PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. Does. Nice iron player. Re- yeah. Really, really a nice iron player. Decent around the greens. Uh, you know, he can, he holds his head above water around the greens and he's on a little bit of a heater right now. This putter, his yeah. putter's warmed up 17th at the AT&T ninth at the PGA. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. Hoagie plus two fifty right now. Top 20. I, I'm probably gonna, I'll probably go 70 to one. I'll probably go there as a, as a mid range KH Lee 80 Kisner's one at 80. Yeah. Fowler's at a hundred. And here you got a chance to get Bryson DeChambeau at a hundred. <laughs> Is he going to play? He's in there. He hadn't, he hadn't withdrawn yet. He's in there for now. I don't know. Not ready. <laughs> Not for me. All right. So special announcement here tomorrow. Tim Tucker joins the pod who was Bryson's caddy mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And Bryson, and, or excuse me, Tim is caddying this week for Adam Svensson. Interesting. Um, yeah, it, uh, he's there. I talked to him this morning. And uh, he's there. So he's going to join the pond to bar. You're not going to want to miss that one. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. His time with Bryson. Um, but then also, you know, look, Tim is like one of the smartest caddies probably of all time. The dude's a deep thinker. Obviously, if you caddy for Bryson, you've got to be... <laughs> have this in, you know, you got to be pushing the envelope and he's a wonderful greens reader. And he's actually developed this, this coin on how to read a green. It's fascinating. I've seen it. It's fascinating. He's going to share it with us tomorrow. It's not even on the market yet. Yeah. It's really, it's crazy and and it's good. It it makes a ton of sense. So he'll be on tomorrow. So more, more on that. That just triggered my mind when we were talking Bryson there at a hundred. Yeah. I'm going to pass Patrick Reed, a hundred pass. Um, Adam Long, take me to somewhere now, a hundred plus, as we start getting into the names of Poulter, EVR. I mean, come on, 
CT Pond's got to like it here. There's not many at 7,000. I mean, he's got a chance here. Yep. I am pretty interested in uh, Lucas Glover a little bit down the board here. He's uh-huh. 50 to 1. Um, I don't, I like the CT Pan. CT Pan always, always kind of pops um, at a course like this. But yeah, I'm interested in Glover. He played pretty well here last year. I think eighth played well at the PGA. Obviously, an elite uh, ball striker. So second shot course. This this seems to fit the mold. And then another guy way down for for top twenty, um, who's a, a very accurate driver. Has, has some good uh, some good finishes here. Is Kevin Streelman's down here at two hundred to one. He made the cut at the PGA. Played okay. Uh, I think he finished 41st, but yeah, he's a, he's sixth in driving accuracy on tour. Um, couple top twenties at Colonial. So Glover and Streelman for me, I think, are going to get uh, some top twenty action. All right, I'm playing Stewart Sink 130 to one. That's a good one. That's probably going to be added to my my card as well. So people be warned, Stewart Sink's warming up. He's warming up. Ninth at the Wells Fargo. 23rd at PGA. Cold stretch for a while there after yep. after the Harbortown win, but yeah, I think um heating back up for sure. Feeling good. He won at RBC. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar. I mean yep. definitely definitely a correlation with uh here in Harbortown. And you know Stewie ain't afraid. He'd be like, get me, get me in there, little young guys here at this place, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, get me in there with mix up with these young guys. Man, he's on a heater with his irons. Last four, last four. Five, well, he missed the cut at the Masters, so we'll just, everyone just look past that one. All right, so we're going to, outside of that, his iron's been really good. Drove the ball beautifully last week. Uh-huh. Made some pot. 130. Sink has just hit the board. Love it. Play well at Valspar, <laughs> too. I'm in. Yeah. He's heating up. Yeah. He's heating up. My favorite, my favorite quote of all time last year. Hey, Stuart, you, you're hitting the ball longer off the tee. What, what's going on? Hey, do you drink coffee? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I'm addicted. Right, okay, here you go. Hold on a second. So <laughs> check this out. So these, I'm going to send you some coffee, all right? Yes. So this is, so this is Haymaker. Okay, let me get it in here. Haymaker okay. is a Jacksonville company. This is the heavyweight, the dark roast. I love it. And then this is the, the middleweight, okay? That's the medium roast. This coffee is fantastic. I'm telling you, local. Man. Are you dark or medium? I'm I'm dark, but I'll okay. I'll I'll have any. But I'm, I'm sending I'm down it to you. for the dark. Love it. Haymaker coffee. I'm sending it you. to you. Try it out. You'll <laughs> love it. Phenomenal. All right. Anyway, what was I talking? Oh, Stewart. Right. Stu. So he, I, so they're like, hey, Stu, you're hitting the ball longer off the tee. What are you doing? You'll appreciate this because you're an instruction guy. <laughs> And he says, you know what? All, he goes, it's crazy. I'm just tilting my spine a little bit more to the right, getting my head behind the ball. It's like, really, dude? <laughs> like, that was this thing. Like, I'm just getting, yeah, I'm just tilting a little bit more. Now I'm hitting up on it and I'm getting yeah. another eight. <laughs> you know? That's all. That's all he's doing. That's it. That's it's like, well, that's been, we, that's like been like, that's like, okay. Get behind it a little bit more. Get, get the attack angle just a little bit more up. Like, yeah, we got discovered that like 15 years ago <laughs> and he's hitting it longer off the tee. So here he is. Stu sink played well last week. I love Stu sink. Every time you see Stuart sinks, like brings a smile to your it face. Does. You know, <laughs> he's just, he's just good vibes. Um, there's sig 130 McCarthy, 130. 
God, I feel like Denny McCarthy's going to win at some point. I you just, would think because the irons have, have come around this year for sure. Yeah, um, that's a good point. He's obviously when he's on, I think the best putter on the planet, at least Absolutely. statistically. So you would think if those two things match up, um, he will be there for sure. Yeah, it just feels like off the tee here is going to. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't feel like he can scared of out. Mav, scared of guys like Denny. Uh, man, we're working our way down, folks. Stay with us here. We're just kind of cruising down. Cameron Davis, 150. Mm. Brendan Todd, this would be a great setup for Brendan Todd, yeah, but he's just not playing great. No. Um, Patton Kazire just crying to the media <laughs> last week about the course. Come on, Patton. That was tough. How do you win major championships with that attitude? You can't. can't. Yeah, I'm worried about our boy Patton winning a major. I don't, I don't know. That doesn't. Right. Attitude right. doesn't seem conducive. No, that's the reality, right? Like, look, I get it. Okay, it's not my favorite to watch three par threes where you're busting three wood into it or, right. you know, like I get it. But if you're a player and you're trying to win a major, you can't have that attitude. You can't. Nope. Can't. Unless you're Sergio and you finally get one, you know, 20, 20 years into your career. That's where Will's out Taurus is just like, he just I impressed was, me I was so much. so impressed with the attitude The I love yeah. the fire on 18 when that putt, that putt fell, that, that was cool. And just the fact that, you know, the way he was hitting the ball was like, he was six over. And then you look up on 18 T and he's got to make par to get into a playoff. It, it was pretty, really, really impressive to see him kind of hang in there. Yep. It was on six, knocks it in the, in the, in the shit. Yep. Has to take his drop there on the cart pass, sitting down. Okay, no problem. Gets no it up problem. and down. Like, yeah, he just got it, man. He's got good vibes. Love yep. it. Hey, he's, yeah, I'm, I'm cheering for him. Man, it's getting, it's getting thin, folks. Can we, I mean, I gave you a 130, but I'm not sure I can go past that. I'm, yeah, I'm just not sure. I mean, you could, all right, Bryson at 100, that's just like, you got to almost just try it, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, discourage that ever because that's the type of better I am. So I'm not going to tell you not to, not to do that. All right, man. Well, uh, that was good. I mean, that was, uh, we went right through this field. Nice field this week. Good field. Yeah, nice field this week. Man, we only got three events before the U.S. Open. This is a quick turnaround. Does Tiger make the turnaround, you think? I mean, he looked, going to be tough, isn't it? going to be pretty tough. I would think Brookline, I've never, I've never been to Brookline, obviously a little bit flatter, maybe an easier walk than uh, Augusta and Southern Hills, but I don't know. I, I don't know about these PGAs and U S open, U uh, S opens on, on Tiger's body going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see him. I, we did a little video here at the beginning of the year, kind of what we'd like to see from Tiger the rest of his career. Obviously, he's always going to play Augusta. He knows the place so well, he can still get it around. But I'd like to just see him play the Open Championship the rest of his career. That's that's the old man major. The the, the old guys can kind of still hack it in that one. So um, I'd like to see him kind of just put all his focus into that one for for the rest of his career. But as we know, he's not going to no do that. It feels like he's going to miss the U.S. Open to me though this yeah, year. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like it. It's too. Yeah. It, is, it is a quick quick turnaround here. Feels like he opens the next one. I I, I hope it is. I, I I don't want him to be at eighty five percent at the yeah. U.S. Um, you know, I think we're just looking for some. 
I think now for him, he's probably just looking for some stamina now, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's okay. I feel great going in and then I still feel pretty good on Saturday. Um, you know, those quick turnaround times, those cooler conditions don't help. So, but that's where he's at. But I think it sounds like there's still room to go for the room for the leg to get stronger and stamina and all that. So that's always, uh, you know, the optimistic look for him. All right, man. Christopher powers at C powers 14 on Twitter. Correct. All right. Good stuff. Strike show podcast. Don't miss tomorrow. I won't. Uh, Yeah. You're going to want to, you're going to want to tune in to that one. See you then.